What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies, and the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus, so if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kund, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews, so check it out. Enjoy the repository, and for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to you, Michelle Matar, who's the founder of Waste Not. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming on. I'm looking forward to learning more about what you're working on. For people that haven't heard of Waste Not, can you kind of share what it is and what you're working on? Yeah, Waste Not is a site of searchable, sustainable suppliers. So any kind of material or product you might need across packaging, restaurants, interiors, fashion, retail, and more. So let's kind of talk about if someone wanted to use the who would be the type of person or company to use this? And in what capacity can they use it? Can you kind of talk a little bit about the user experience of it? Yeah, definitely. So I think the people using the site right now are generally entrepreneurs. They're people in the creative field, they might be design agencies or small studios, anyone sort of making something or entering something to market. Um, In terms of the experience, it's totally free to use and it's open source. So people can come on, it's filterable by country of origin, where, you know, where it's generally coming from, manufacturer type minimums. So you can understand if you're a smaller project versus a larger project. Um, And by categories. So you can also just browse the site if you're thinking about starting a packaging project, kind of want to get an idea of what's out there. That's a better option than the status quo. And I'd love to hear a little bit about kind of how'd you, how'd you get, how'd you get into this? What's the origin story for a waste knot? And you know, how'd you get started? Yeah. So by trade, I am an independent brand builder. I now own a small company that launches new brands and that's everything from you know, the initial strategy and what it's named to, you know, really entering a product into market. What is, what is it? Why does it exist? What does it cost? What is it packaged in? Um, I've been working like this for five years now, and I attached these sustainability research scopes of work to all these new products entering market. And over time, I ended up creating this Rolodex. It was, it was really honestly just a spreadsheet, but I would start a new project and I found myself coming back to this spreadsheet, referencing it using similar suppliers and realized, you know, if I'm finding this useful, I'm sure there's a lot of other people that could reduce their footprint, change the impact of their business, and it could be a useful tool for everyone. Um, and then when I went to think about how I wanted to do that, I realized what I my, my dream for it was to make it something that could grow, not just be my initial list of resources, but something that people could add to and contribute to and also help to vet ongoing. So there's some features of the site that kind of help us make sure that all new listings and existing listings are up to date, that they claim the right things, that they actually are sustainable. Um, and yeah, it's, it was kind of started as a, as a side project. 
I feel like all, all many, many great companies and many great projects end up starting, you know, as something you do on the side. I'm curious for you, how do you, like, you don't have to share any like secret sauce, um, but what, how do you go about, you know, finding people to add onto the list? Is there like, you know, qualify qualification of what gets on, what doesn't, I, I guess, how do you kind of make sure, make sure yeah, it's up kept and kept up kept well? Yeah, I, so I see kind of our product as these listings. And so what, what we use to judge that is a really strict set of criteria. I established that over years of learning. I mean, I think in general, the sustainability space is really challenging. You have to comb through all this information, kind of cross-reference things. In terms of the criteria that we've set right now, it has to be measurably biodegradable. So, you know, a lot of things say that they degrade, but the reality is that could be hundreds of years. This is within a measurable amount of time, and we try to aim for around three years. Um, it needs to be compostable and clear as to whether it's industrially or home compostable. It's actually a really big difference um, and something that I think a lot of people need a lot of education on. It can be dissolvable um, and it can also be bio-based, but it cannot be only bio-based. So an example of an only bio-based product is like a corn polymer, which is basically just a plastic made out of corn, but it exists and kind of functions in its afterlife the same way. For what's not allowed, um, you know, it's it's exactly the opposites of that. So it can't just be bio-based. It needs to be biodegradable in a measurable amount of time. Um, and we're really careful about, you know, what kind of polymers we put on and what materials things are made from so that they don't actually have, you know, they might have a nice life after you've used them, but before then that they're not doing a lot of damage. And then as you work on, um, I guess just in general, as you're working on this, what are the things you spend your your time on? Are you you know getting new sources? Are you cleaning through the data, validating to go through the filters you just mentioned? Are you you know sharing it out? You know, getting the word out about it. What what's a day in the life for you? Yeah, so I run Waste Not as kind of like a mission based initiative within my company practice, which is a small launch brand launching company. Um, and in terms of our week to week, we are trying to grow a platform, get the word out. Of course, we do grow the listings and we vet the ones that come in. So we have a lot of manufacturers submitting their listings as well as, you know, people who just want to contribute and making sure that that's all up to standards and approving that through the process. We've also built that to be community based. So, um, we've gotten a few volunteers in and I'm working through building out the volunteer program, how that works and how people can contribute. And then the last part is there's a lot of ideas for how this can grow. So this is kind of like version one of what I see and, uh, we're, we're versioning ourselves to better, but also to, you know, better tools and implementing new things. And if you were to look out you know, five years, 10 years, um, kind of for waste, not what does that look like? Or, or I guess, in other words, what's the big vision for what you're working on and kind of, you know, what direction is it going in? Yeah. Well, I mean, as like a big mission oriented thing, I would really like to take this confusing world of misinformation and be the people that can help you know, confidently that you are using something that is a better alternative that, um, it's easy to use whether you're just starting your business's trajectory of reducing waste or you have really big lofty goals, knowing how to set a plan. Some of the ways that I see us getting there are by creating a content hub is one of the things we're working on to just help educate people, bring these stories to life. 
Um, also creating certifications so that you can actually know when something meets a certain set of criteria. I think that could also be helpful for the suppliers and the manufacturers themselves to be able to say that they've met this. Um, and it's, it's definitely a confusing world. The ones that exist out there are pretty nerdy to, you know, how things are produced. They're not so consumer facing. So basically being the bridge to, um, getting businesses to reduce, uh, which I think is just in the mission-based sense, really important because as consumers and in our individual purchasing power, we don't have nearly as much that we can contribute as a business reducing at scale. And to make that happen, like you'll, you'll need some help, just like any project, company, startup, you know, it takes a village. So my question for you is how can the forward thinking founders community help you make it happen? Are you looking for users? Looking, are you potentially hiring, looking for investors? How can the community assist? Yeah, great question. Um, we have had, we have been approached by investors and I am interested in seeing kind of how things evolve and learning more about the community because we are really new probably worth mentioning that we've only launched a few weeks ago. Um, in terms of what, you know, the forward thinking founders community can do, I would love if people can help spread the word. We'd love more contributions. We'd love for people to actually use this. And if you're a founder yourself and you find yourself reducing your footprint with these tools, with these listings, um, reach out because we'd also love to tell your story and kind of keep it, keep it going and, and keep the conversation coming. And if someone, you know, was interested in helping out um, or reaching out, how, how can someone do that? What, what's your URL or website? Are you on social media? Can they email somebody? How can someone get in touch? Yeah, so our URL is wastenot.world. And you can get in touch at hello at wastenot.world. We're on Instagram as wastenot with an underscore after it. Um, we post a lot of really great educational content there. If you're just interested in learning little bite-sized pieces of information. Um, and of course, you know, we'll, we'll loop in and we have a network of volunteers. So we're thinking about starting a Slack community if anyone's interested in kind of keeping tabs and, and being on par with what's going on. Cool. Well, I appreciate you for coming on the podcast and best of luck with Waste Not. Yeah. Thanks for having me and I appreciate the good luck. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the episode of Forward Thinking Founders. If you're sitting there, you're just saying, Matt, I want more. How can I get more? Well, luckily, you can get it at Forward Thinking City. Forward Thinking City is a community for the Forward Thinking Network, right? And we have multiple different aspects of the city. One, we have AMAs. Some of the previous guests that have been on the podcast, like Jonathan Barkle, Kristen Anderson, Austin Allred, come back and they do AMAs with the residents. You can ask them any question that you want, right? You can ask them about fundraising the early days, how they got their customers. We do these every single week with another, you know, really great founder that has been on the podcast. Additionally, um, we have our pitch battles, right? So if you want feedback on your pitch and the opportunity to potentially pitch in front of VCs and talk one-on-one -on -one with venture capitalists, this is where to do it. These are monthly pitch battles. So if you don't get in the first time, try again, right? The goal is to improve and get feedback to eventually one, raise, uh, get, get into the room with the VCs, two, raise capital, three, so you can get back to your company and building a great startup, building a great business. The last thing I'll mention is that if you are kind of interested in just community, we have our coffee hours and happy hours where you can meet other residents, learn about what they're working on, talk about social things, anything you want. This is a city for founders. It is for investors. It is for startup enthusiasts. It's for anyone that loves startups. So if you're interested in what I'm saying, 
go to forwardthinking.city and join the city for $15 a month. Um, you know, the way, the reason I charge is because I want to be able to do this full time and bring as much value as I possibly can. And I think it's well worth the value. You can ask any of the current residents and they will attest to that. So go to forwardthinking.city. Join the city, and you'll see immediately the, the next AMA, the next pitch battle, the next event, and I hope to see you there. Forward thinking dot city. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.